Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan national team have visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. As you can tell by the my my uh, my tweeting activity last night, I don't think it would have been a good idea to record <laughs> yesterday. I have 24 hours, so I have a little bit more perspective. Yeah. Um, yes, certainly top of our group, all to play for for the last game. Uh, so the last time we recorded, it was we were looking forward to the Newcastle game, of which very quickly we weren't looking forward to. Mm. Um, uh, uh, and then, and then it transpired that we were resting players. We were resting players for the sporting game. So Hoiberg and Romero uh, yeah. didn't play. But it was it followed on from the lethargy of the Newcastle game into the sporting game, and we found ourselves a goal down. Marcus Edwards, of course, he <laughs> um, was there since he was eight. Eight, that's Spurs. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. Um, we go goal down, and there's not really that much of a reaction. Then the second half is much, much better. Oh. Yeah, kind of lawless, lawless football. Just pump them, lots of effort, lots of energy, scare the life of them, turn them into jellyfish, of which they were. Uh, sporting were at the end. It was just pure backs to the wall. There was one point in the, I think it was the first half where we were so disjointed we couldn't attack, but Sporting imagined that we were going to attack or at least more effectively. And they, um, I think it was Jenis or whoever it was, said um, they could be pressing the ball here, but they're expecting a Tottenham attack. So yeah. uh, they would have had seven or eight men just in a line um, on their 18-yard box. And um, we could have been could have been squeezed again, but we were failing in our attack. So the ball was never coming back. So they could have just come out. Um, but uh, well, then we pumped them in the second half and then uh, uh, loads of chances, 18 shots, something in the end of that. Um, Dyer could have sorted it all out. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah. 95th minute winner. So Benzica, really goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unfortunate because that goalkeeper I was raving about um, all the way through the game, and then I saw him fluff that corner. I thought, ah, oh, yes, that's why. That's yeah, why. I assumed when it first happened that, yeah, maybe maybe he had his arm on his shoulder, and mm. that's how he got his leverage, because he was up really fucking high. Yeah. I didn't know he had that in him. No. Uh, so, yeah, I was, I was similarly kind of to the end goal, because when the offside goal went in, I was still reserving judgment, because um, some, something... Some stupid VAR shit's going to happen here. So I assumed that with the Benton goal, and I thought normally any any sort of involvement with the goalkeeper yeah. is is given in their favour. But yeah, no, he, he didn't do anything. He was just up really high. He was just up, and the guy melted, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he him. couldn't get up. He couldn't get up. So yeah, then, that's really nice. And the the ex, the explosion of emotion after uh, VAR uh, after scoring a ninety fifth minute winner. After a period of of um, poor performances where it was all building up and, and it felt like that was the perfect release after all of those um, Manchester United awful game, Newcastle awful, then the, the, the build-up of the sporting game to be a goal down, get back in it and then to get the winner, which would the prize would have been winning the group, being able to um, have a little bit more oxygen around the Bournemouth game and the Marseille game. 
Mm. Like we could have rested and played and and saved people. Now it puts a bit of a squeeze on everything, which is all achievable, but it just puts an awful squeeze on it. Um, um, as a consequence of that, Conte's not going to be on the bench. We're going to have to play all our guys, which means it will, the Bournemouth game will be like the Newcastle game that we took, we made a gamble. It was a gamble not to play all of those our main guys, but uh, we're looking at Sporting, and now this Bournemouth game we'll be looking at Marseille, and we'll see who yeah. um, who can manage their their way through that, and who is like um, we'll wait till the day of the game. like you I could just tell me if you can you play or not, fine, or, or you can, and we'll, we'll take it from there. Um, uh, so that'll be a bit squeaky for the Bournemouth to see who's just fit and able to get out there and do it. Um, but isn't it hilarious that the referee, whoever that Dutch guy is, was the VAR ref for the Sissoko Handball Champions League yeah. final 2019? Yeah. yeah, isn't that yeah. fucking yeah? I found that wild. afterwards, and that one that one stuck in the throat a little bit. It's like, uh, okay, My so anyway, you saw him at the end, and he was smiling with all the players, like uh. he was loving it, wasn't he, with his perma tan and his shaved bollocks and his. <laughs> He's just, you can tell he's, he's that's reeking of Paco Rabanne, you know, he's definitely that kind of <laughs> loving, loving everybody's like, oh, just in his face. It was just, this is heaven for him. Yeah. Anyone yeah. else would have, would avoid this situation, but he's in heaven. Yeah, he seemed to be enjoying it a bit too much. Yep. Um, um, and in a situation where a lot of I, I, I tweeted this afterwards. I'm going to go through the, the, the tweets in a minute, but at the end, uh, I think it was the day after I slept on it. Ninety-fifth um, minute decision. Most of the games are pretty much decided at that point. I don't know if uh, Atletico were getting their last-minute penalty and then getting dumped out of the thing. But did you see that? Um, yeah, that was, yeah. Well, it was full time had gone. But he'd blown full time, full -time whistle. The game and away after it blown. Yeah, <laughs> and he misses. Yeah, it. and his comedy of fucking errors. Yeah, he misses, gets saved, yeah. the rebounds off the bar, and then, and the, then bar, the, yeah. the next rebound, the next the rebound then hits Carrasco and goes over. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, ninety minute. And if you're, uh, it took three and a half, maybe four minutes to uh, to deliver the verdict on the the Harry Kane offside, and. Um, I, I like to imagine that they were looking at all those other results and deciding that there were so many dead rubbers the, the week week after. Let's should we keep this group D bubbling along? Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's keep yeah. that bubbling. I mean it's it was like you said, I don't think I don't think the stream that I watched showed the picture with the lines. I don't think that, that came up. So I, I saw no evidence. Of kind of what they base their decision on, yep. uh, and I've since seen the photo. I don't know, was it a BT Sport thing? I don't know, uh, where it shows the lines that will be drawn and all that sort of mm. shit. So it's like, if, if is that the only one? Because the thing is, it's like, so is it? Is the point of offside when the ball has left Emerson's head, or when it first makes contact with it? Because you've got a couple of milliseconds in there, which yep. is like half a yard in movement terms. Um, so if it's when it first connects with his head, Harry's on. If it's when it's left his head, his kneecap, his flabby kneecap, we're off. <laughs> so the, uh, 
it just didn't make sense. I mean, even when I saw even the whole, oh, he's headed a backward shit, in my mind, that never mattered anyway. Because in no. my mind, it was always, is the player level when he hits the ball. It doesn't really matter where the fucking ball goes. Exactly. You, exactly. you can pass it ahead. You can pass it forward as long as the player is level yeah. or behind you. So, I mean, essentially, it was a shit header because he headed it back to no one. There was mm. nobody beyond that defender in a Spurs shirt that would have been able to finish it. So yeah, <laughs> the header was rubbish. Uh, and it was just good fortune, really, that they hit the guy. But I, yeah, I still don't know the rules. There's people talking about where if the, deli- if the defender hasn't deliberately touched it. And so mm. and that's never been the rule, has it? And how can you mm. prove intent? Uh, it, it, it made very little, very little sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, as you said in the tweets, like I, I, I need to see more than that one still image, uh, kind of what they based some shit I, on. Because they said, um, you, you, you rest assured that the people in VAR aren't looking at that one still for three and a half minutes. No, and, yeah, and if they are sitting there looking at that one still for three and a half minutes, Jesus Christ, good luck to them. It's, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not telling you anything. I've looked at that for hours, and it still doesn't, say, it doesn't mean anything to me. Um, mm. We just need to see what they're seeing. We need to see what they're yeah. seeing. And that's the only thing that matters. Because at the moment, it's like they're ashamed of showing us. We can't show you. So then what's the point of the whole facility if you can't show? If um, the whole, It's part of the game now. VAR is part of the game. So let's really integrate it into the game by making it a feature where everybody can see it. And it's part, rather than just turning off the stadium, uh, uh, turning off the lights of the stadium and having all the players standing around doing nothing, Let's make a whole no. thing of it. I think like, v, they should go even further. VAR is not going anywhere. VAR should be sponsored. Like in the States, you have um, uh, halftime highlights brought to you by Viacom or yeah. whoever it is. And it's VAR brought to you by MasterCard. Yeah, the Snickers replay. Yeah, you should you should have that. You should have make more of a thing of it. And it's and, and it's more of the event. Because I, I think ultimately VAR is created by people who don't like football. And they're, they're watching football. They're, they're, they're making money out of this game. And they go, Jesus Christ, I can't watch this shit. Should we try and create something that makes it more interesting for us guys? Shall we? Should we just create this thing that um, we can spend all of our time thinking about? And we can constantly, subtly change the rules. And then what we're going to do after... Um, showing them VAR for the first couple of years. After a while, we're not going to show them anymore. And in fact, well, that was it. we're, we're yeah. going to show you an image that doesn't isn't even what we're looking at. Because in the early days yeah. of VAR in the, in here in the UK, anyway, you got to see the dickheads drawing a line, and that was great. Yeah, yeah. It was funny because it was always wiggly lines, and we always always made sense, and <laughs> it was the wrong angle. It was all of that. See that that was part of the sport. I enjoyed that, and I, I enjoyed watching the, the the development and the evolution of the, the operatives who were running this thing. That as they got better at it, yeah, I'd like use it as part of the sport. Have everybody involved in this thing if you're going to do this. But right now, it's it's this kind of cloak and daggers behind behind the curtain kind of shit, and people can't see it. So if I can't see what you're doing, I'm going to think you're robbing me. I'm going yeah, to think well, you're robbing me unless you're front you're front up and, and give me all the evidence and I see it right there and if you're going to spend three and a half minutes of my fucking time while I'm supposed to be watching a football match I want to see all of it yeah. make more of it make it sponsored by a thing um, like I, I, I tweeted it should be on a countdown there should be a big countdown and even the guys in the fans are going 10 9 8 <laughs> and waiting for the verdict 7 6 5 4 3 burp, onside you know that yeah. that's that's the thing if they haven't come up with a, a solution in 60 seconds it has to be fucking 60 seconds and even then it's too fucking long it's too close to call 
you give the goal. Yeah. You give the goal. It's too close yeah. to call, and the, 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 the technology isn't there, and the evidence isn't there for us to see. And if it's not there to be – if the, the evidence is insufficient, it's a goal. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was it. As you say, when it first came in, we would spend like fucking 15, 20 minutes watching some prick try and draw a straight line. Yeah. Uh, and then they realized because obviously people were complaining so this is embarrassing like five six minute stoppages as well as the embarrassment yeah. of not being yeah. able to draw a straight line <laughs> but then they kind of went to the opposite extreme where they it's like okay end. well we're making decisions quicker so we're not going to show you how we've come to that decision it's like well then, then you're probably not making informed decisions you've yeah. just sped up the process by going by going yeah fuck it it's offside we're not going to show our working. We're not going to have to prove anything because that, you know, that will slow down the game. It's like, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not the You've fact that you're it down already, mate. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, they kind of went the other way with it. Kind of like, oh, but you wanted faster decisions. It's like, no, we still want correct ones, but just do it faster. <laughs> and as you say, if after four minutes you can't figure it out, it's too fucking tight to call. It's a goal. Yeah, it's, it's too goal. fucking tight to call. And if I, I mean, I don't know what sort of technology to work at. I mean, you would assume, certainly in our stadium, they must have had every fucking camera angle available. I can't remember yeah. what the numbers were. And they give us that piss poor still from behind the play, so I can't even see the line. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, it's yeah, you, you kind of have to show. You, you have to, to show everything. What you base your decision on. And there's yeah. no way, as you said, that it was based on that one fucking image. <laughs> Can you imagine all of these people sitting around, one still image going, well, I don't know. I think we need another <laughs> minute on this. <laughs> and then the other guys in the background going, call it, just call it. Yeah. Nobody just needs this. And so if you're, if you're mis misleading us, if you're misinforming us, why are you, why are you just give us the good fucking leads? Don't give us the shit that you just, oh, give them something. Throw them something. Get a, just get a red line and a blue line. Throw it out there as a still from wrong angle while we're looking at the good shit. And then the good shit, the AI machine is just going on site. But I want to see the, if it's AI, what, there's well, nothing exactly. to hide. There's nothing to yeah. hide. Blame the AI. Blame the technology. Because at yeah. the moment, we're still blaming the humans. Yeah. Yeah, because wasn't this match meant to have some of that automated shit yeah, in it? Yeah, semi-automated shit. I don't, how, if it's semi-automated, so show it. Just show us it. Yeah. What did that say? Like, why aren't we seeing the evidence for that? Unless it goes against what your decision was, then, yeah, you should be showing us that as well. If the AI was like, yeah, it's offside, and then you're like, well, that's, that's tight. We, we want to basically confirm that the AI is correct. That's one thing. But you didn't show us the AI, which yeah. either means that if it doesn't fucking work either or <laughs> it wasn't what they wanted the decision well, to exactly. be. It's not conclusive. Yeah. It doesn't so, provide yeah, you with the information you require. Um, it seemed a lot of bollocks, which undermines uh, the whole process. Yeah, so it's it's yeah, it's it's but ludicrous. It's a ninety fifth minute winner. It's a ninety yeah. fifth minute winner, man. It, 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 I, I I definitely think though, if we were winning four one and that goal happens, we would just give it. Probably, but it's they totally love the idea. Yeah, they love the idea of like. Um, Again, VAR is created for people who don't like football, and so you you can find um, interest in non-football related matters. Like, what's going to VAR going to do? So, lots of people who are casual viewers who are not really that interested, they love the they love the when's the next VAR moment because that's fucking thrilling. Um, yeah, and oftentimes it does illuminate shit games. Um, yeah, but it's it, it's but go the whole way. It's got to be uh, there's got to be sponsorship. 
there's got countdowns. There's got to be audience participation. It's got to go the whole way with it. None of this in a vault somewhere far away where nobody can see what's going on because it's a complete turnoff. You're for for, for VAR doesn't exist for most football on the planet. It only exists at top level football and international football. So most yeah. people, what what is there to get excited about? It's not great. It's not a great thing. But most people don't. You don't play football as a kid thinking about VAR. You don't. Um, although, sorry, some people must be doing it now. Yeah, so it's not a part of their games. But every football match you, you play, you don't have VAR. So. Yeah. It's for the most, for the majority of football people, it's serving no purpose for them. It's just this this yeah. weird thing at the end where, uh, well, it, we're going to create this thing so the world will always talk about this this game. It's a, it's genius genius marketing on football part. Like we must always remain the greatest sport in the world. Let's have everybody on the planet talking about it, particularly people who uh, don't like football because um, this is a great thing to talk about. It's better than talking about how somebody can control a ball or formations or, or tactics on corners. All of that stuff that nobody's that just turns people off. VAR and how it creates controversy. Um, yeah. You know, it, people it, at UEFA are thrilled. There's been this much conversation about this fucking thing, which is a goal that was too close to call that you spent far too long uh, in a vault and didn't show anybody's any workings, which just makes it suspicious um, and undermines the, the entire process. Yeah. I don't understand it, but don't lie about it. Just be upfront about it. Make it a, make it a part of the sport. And money always talks. And if VAR can be sponsored by MasterCard or Coca-Cola or fucking McDonald's, that's and, and, and you'll get a situation where like, uh, companies would not want to be associated with VAR because it's only bad news. That tells you everything there is to know about fucking VAR. It yeah. is something to harness and control a game that doesn't need controlling and it comes at the expense of all football fans people who yeah. love football fucking hate this thing people who don't like football love var mm. um and uh but yeah in all of our experience of football there's been no such thing as var um and it goes yeah, away I mean, you tolerate it you think it will you think it will improve the evolution will happen but you know somewhere in the background it will get you some point it'll remind you that this you can you, you tolerate it because you know you're you'd be a fool to think that it's going away so yeah. you just put it to the back of your mind it's the specter it's this thing it's this elephant in the room it, will, it can fucking nail you at some point but we don't know when or how um <laughs> but i don't i think they should they should they just should be up front about it Sponsor it, get the advertisers going, get fans involved, maybe get some fireworks when the VAR is happening. Again, explosion <laughs> just before the verdict. Anything, make a thing of it. Yeah. Um, I want to be in the vault. I want to see all the stuff. I want to have the countdown. I want the fireworks. Um, because at the moment, no one is having a good time where the screens go off, uh, a, a referee standing in the middle of the, the pitch where no one's talking to him with his finger in his ear. Um, yeah, no, he was essentially telling people to stop talking to him because it's not his decision. And so, yeah. but you're the referee. 
Right. Yeah. It gives them Whereas the ability before, to completely push their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas before, a referee and a lino would give or not give that. Yeah. And that's it. You don't have to yeah. deliberate. There would be complaints on the pitch, but um, you would know the decision and that was it. You can't. You really can't do anything about it. You can talk about it afterwards, but that's it. And you carry on playing a football match. This this whole stopping. It's just. It's just I, I forgot how much I hate VAR. I absolutely hate it. Um, um, yeah. You should never deny a bunch of people a ninety fifth minute winner when the call. Uh, when you are too embarrassed to offer any evidence to the contrary, it is. Um, you're just being cheated in the same way that um, the new uh, and all, I, I think they're very selective about shit as well. So I don't know what is more scandalous: Newcastle uh, time wasted and only 53 minutes was played out of 90. Yeah, 53 minutes out of that, and VAR should step in on that. Although you don't need VAR because we don't fucking need it. I can see he's wasting time. It happened all over the shop, and to have that that. They're, they're barking up the wrong tree. The, prob- the problem is this 53 minutes and the time wasting. That is a big yeah. part of turning people off to the game. Not a fucking 95th minute winner when it's too fucking close to call in the first place. Where's that fucking half an hour of football you owe me? Yeah. That's the scandal. Yeah. That's the scandal. And, no, and the VAR don't step in on that. No. It's, yeah, no, um, it's ridiculous. I think I read, um, is it Nick Pope? Was he the Newcastle? Yeah, he's a Newcastle keeper. Yeah. Um, mm. He took eleven minutes to take eight goal kicks. Eleven minutes. Apparently, I mean, I haven't confirmed this, so it could, it could be trash. But yeah, but I, whatever it, happens, it was a fifty-three minutes out of ninety. So there was something going on, and it certainly wasn't Tottenham trying to waste time. No, we just we were just slow. Um, yeah. So VAR is a fucking problem, but that that was a bigger one of which the authorities are are unwilling to do anything about. At the beginning of the season, I heard them talking about uh, we need to do something about time wasting and uh, simulation. So, in fact, we're just going to give let things go, which means that it's a disincentive to dive because we're not giving shit. Yeah. The time wasting. Uh, so you got a ninety fifth minute d- denied when it's too close to call, and yet you're allowed. It's permissible. It's within the rules to accept mm. that a team is time wasting deliberately. It's um, yeah. I, I just think these their priorities are all wrong. Oh, we can't make money out of uh, uh, what, sending off players for time wasting. It's, but you, uh, um, yeah, that is, it's, it's cloak and daggers. They're ashamed of what they're doing. They're, they're even the the, the the evidence they're providing or they're withholding. Like in any situation, like Conte at the end of it said, "There's great damage to the side." I think our club should uh, step in on this. Uh, if we go out next week. This is the reason. Yeah, um, I mean, it won't be because we would have lost Marseille, but it, it's, yeah, yeah, that's, it's, it is, yeah, no, it is, it's ludicrous. It is, it is absolutely ludicrous. I it can't imagine in like, real time <laughs> any of the Lisbon players would have said anything. Oh, did you see? Other than, the, fuck, we the, just they were on the game. floor. Yeah, yeah, of course they were. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, nobody would have said a word, basically. And they could have shown, you know, they like to show the stills of of offsides, and you wouldn't be able to call it. It's 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 ridiculous. You can't call it's, it. So, but with my proposition of uh, sponsorship and having a time limit on it, you solve all of that crap. 
and you, you're, you're less in the hands of these faceless cunts in a room who knows that they, they're like chuckling away to themselves. Yeah, we can fuck them up here. Yeah. Only because when was the last time we had a big VAR story? What was it three weeks ago? Four. We're overdue, aren't we? We have a due one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go on then. Let's get, let's go today. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. Uh, let's get Chelsea through. Uh, 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 Real Madrid through. How many? How many uh, decent games next week? Uh, I think most of the groups have decided, boss. All right, mate. Here we go. Group Group D. Keep going, bubbling. Yeah, yeah. And as you say, there should be a time limit. If you can't figure it out with all of you that technology and all yeah. of that shit. Go yeah. with the original decision that was yeah. given. Go with the on-field decision. Uh, 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 where you go? Um, yeah, I mean, fundamentally, it shouldn't have come to that anyway, because uh, we should have. Was it? <laughs> it's just a particularly funny tweet that I read. Somebody calling Eric Dyer a Toblerone-headed prick because <laughs> <laughs> he should have scored. He could have scored a hat trick. I mean, at least one of them. Loads. At least the one of them. Been the goal, yeah. So it shouldn't have even mm. come to that point, but yeah, to to take that away from people is, uh, yeah. I say, whether yeah. whether or not it it was legitimately correct, no, and no, Harry no. Kane's knee no. was a couple of minutes off. No, it's it's, it's bullshit, yeah. man. It's bullshit. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's constantly evolving, isn't it? Not necessarily for the better. So we'll see. Um, we'll see what, how the what, next evolution what, what, occurs. This- yeah, but, but what is wrong with um, like the authorities looking at that goal going, I don't, yeah, what, what is wrong with the world though, the, the, the situation you score a 95th minute winner, you saw how that erupted and how exciting and brilliant that was and you're, you're taking that all away for what? For a you're couple not, of you're not giving anything back to the game, you're just taking things away for no fucking reason, yeah. of which still might be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen um, subsequent I, photos of the uh, incident, and I think it's yeah. just as the ball hits Emerson's head, and yeah, Harry Kane's on side. The defender's foot is ahead of his leg. Yeah. So it's, you're dealing in milliseconds, and as I say, if a player's running towards goal, milliseconds will mean the difference between a couple of millimeters onside yeah. or offside. So where are you basing it from? And as you say, just show us. Just show just us. Just show us how you've come know. to that conclusion. If it's taken you four minutes, clearly it was a very difficult decision to come to. So you must have evidence. And not yeah, that one fucking still, at? which is the wrong angle. Yeah, well, you just let us, let us see. If it's taken you that long, Let's you might see. as well let us see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah, dead yeah. air. And also, oh, oh, but I absolutely agree. That's three, that's three minutes of prime sponsorship time. That um, yeah. uh, the only the only way that mo- money money talks things all the time. So the only way that making this better, we can monetize this. But rather than you you you'll talk to someone, go, you realise you're missing a trick with this VAR thing. This is dead time. This is essentially you could put adverts in this. This is dead TV. Mm-hmm. The thing that you're you're selling is football. While you're doing this, there's no football. Essentially, it's an advertising break. Use VAR yeah. for that purpose, but also make it a. a, a a uh, a participatory thing where everybody's involved and you can you can almost send up the whole process um, and you can yeah. make money out of it and so it's the best it's the best solution for everyone uh, don't hide if the technology is not there Jesus Christ we we do have a little bit of a problem here but definitely get everybody involved let's see what you're see what you're seeing so we can all form an opinion otherwise 
I'm going through all of this thing to watch this all of this match, and, and I know all of the story all the way through. And at the end, there's no ending. It just ends. I don't know why that happened. Yeah. I don't know why any of this yeah. happened. So I've invested all of this time to watch this thing, and then you deny me, deny me the the punchline. How how does that yeah. work? How does that work? I, don't know, I want I want, yeah. I want full visibility all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're making decisions that are that huge in terms of impact, then yeah. you've yeah you, you've got to show you're working. It's yeah, it's not feasible. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's, it, it doesn't work. Work that out. Um, so, uh, but yes, we got um, uh, Marseille goes down to the wire. They lost to Frankfurt. Yeah. And so uh, at that point, I looked at the. I had to look at the fucking Frankfurt game. Um, uh, not a great. A very, it's a very odd game, really, because it, it felt like. Um, it felt like the Tottenham result was being radioed through all the time. There were certain like very odd ebbs and flows to the match. It was like right. I think I think we need a goal now, boys. And then they start going pushing for a goal, and then they go, oh, no, maybe we don't need a goal now, boys. Hold it, hold it. It felt that like we were slightly yeah. radio controlled. Um, uh, yeah, the I'm match. Uh, I still don't rate Marseille. I don't rate Marseille at all. Uh, they were one 0 down after three minutes. Uh, Kamada, the um, Japanese guy, tidy, oh, yeah. a tidy little finish. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's uh they don't really have that many many players. Gwenduzi and um uh weirdly Tavares are their but well of what I saw at that time was their best players. Um they also play three at the back. Um uh really don't have much. They've got Alexis Sanchez up front, he's thirty about to be thirty-four now, he's thirty-three, thirty-four. Um, who tries to run around a bit because but he doesn't quite have it anymore. Uh, Vertu used to play at Aston Villa. He's a bit shit. Who uh, runs around a bit? Rongier is there. They're kind of sitting midfield, and and everybody pushes up. Uh, Guendouzi's further up the park. They're slightly slow at the back. Uh, this first time I've seen him, even when we played them, uh, Bellardi, a bit dopey. Uh, they go back to one all with a great Mbemba cross um, after about twenty minutes. Um, We'll have to we'll have to watch out when Doozy's runs from deep. He's a bit of a, he's another he's a bit of a hype guy. He he's always yeah. around it. Um, uh, lots of um, third man running. Uh, and then Frankfurt got back. Colo uh, Maori. Um, uh, it seems Marseille struggled with little one twos and little go give and goes little. Um, Little soft touches that they quite they struggle with. But then again, you would say that of Eric Dyer, wouldn't you? By the, by the way that he just falls about, anybody does a little layoff and runs around yeah. the corner. He's usually on his ass. And for the the Edwards goal yesterday, he jumped in and wasn't there, and then he couldn't get back, and it was just 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 tough to watch. Uh, what I'd give yeah. for a fucking centre back the, the the bit of speed or the the ability to not 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 have to jump in or jump out or press a situation for no fucking reason. He he's one of those guys he has to go all all in. He has to go yeah. all in in every situation. It's just it's just walking a 
walking a stupid tightrope for, for no reason. You know, the only way it works with him is he disengages, not when he engages. When he engages, it's horrible. Um, anyway, so they got it back to 2-1, and that was the end of the scoring. And then there was loads of, um, I don't know how it ended 2-1. There were lots and bits and pieces, but... Um, yeah, Tavares looks half decent on the left, but he's an agent of chaos, as the Arsenal fans would call him. Uh, and then Grunduzi went off, and they brought on the old Leicester City, Cengiz Unger, who's not very good. Um, yeah, Tavares is literally a loose cannon, but his decision making is awful. Uh, they bring on Kalasinac, wretched. Um, the game has died on his ass. Uh, so I don't think there's much to worry about. There, there's going to be a reduced capacity at the, the velodrome um, due to whatever the hell that was going on with them at Frankfurt and the uh, uh, previous fixture. So they, they, Marseille are at a disadvantage, and they are they are they aren't very good. Yeah, in short. there aren't many teams that we play where the result will be defined by what the opposition do. <laughs> Ultimately, no. every result no. that we've kind of won or lost has been down yep. to whether we perform or not, really. Yep. And there's still still yep. quite a few passengers out there. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, but you know, it's within that. There's still still some shining lights. Like Bentoncourt, fucking love Bentoncourt. He is just oh, too classy. Oh, just too classy. He's fizzing balls like between tiny little gaps, so and you're good. seeing other. Other players are trying it and just failing miserably. Uh, yeah, he's excellent. He carries the ball really surprisingly well. He says he's got a turn of pace on him that I didn't anticipate because he gets away from I people. Didn't understand. Yeah, the way he could just bomb. He just yeah, bombs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just leaves people behind, and I didn't know he had he that. Gets his, pulls his, puts his head back and just goes. Um, mm. It was a wonderful game for 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 Bentekai. There were there were so many facets to his game that I didn't know he had that yeah. um, revealed themselves to me in, in, in this game. And he can, he's, 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 got, he's got it all, man. He's got, he's, he's got it he all. He does. Um, he covers a terrifying amount of ground. Uh, he's yeah. often the guy. When he goes, he really goes. To the goalkeeper. It's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, he's an absolute baller. Yeah. One of the few that has at least consistently still been performing, even when everybody around him is yeah. fucking disintegrating. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he was very good. He was very good. Yeah, and it was, it was fitting that he got the, yeah, the, the equaliser against Sporting. Uh, not the goal yeah, absolutely. came from him, but brilliant. Absolutely. And yeah, I saw Cutie getting shit. Right I, 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 I thought Cutie was fine. He was good. He was. Really? Um, I mean, he was just everywhere. He was yeah, well, that's turned, it. You can kind of tell where he's. Oh yeah, no, yeah. exactly. He's still getting it. I mean, he's pressing people on the specific assumption that he's going to force this guy to do something. Either he's going to tackle him, or if he's not, some yeah. other fucker can come in and sweep up. But there was nobody yeah. else coming in and yeah. sweeping up, so he's just just yeah, getting to guys. But yeah, no, he's he he was fine, and you can kind of tell how our team is performing based on how much yeah. hunting he does. The more we're sucking, the more you'll see him all over the pitch. The more he goes rogue. Closing shit down, overlapping, staying up front for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, He, uh, yeah, he he clearly is the type of guy that will take things upon himself. So, all right, you fuckers aren't doing it. I'm going to. Yeah. 
I'll do it myself. Fine. I'm going, I'm going over the top. And also with the three where you've got guys sitting around, Davis is too slow, Dyer's too slow, uh, Romero, we're in a tight game when you're looking across at Davis and Dyer just standing there shivering. Um, you are the spare man mm. to just go go hunting because these dickheads are just going to be there the entire time holding each other's hands. Um, so he just goes, yeah, exactly. he goes out there and um, yeah. occupies people, takes take people into places they don't want to go, um, with the knowledge that there's there's, there's dickheads behind it. Um, so yeah, yeah. he's good. And, um, and and clearly when Brian Brian Heel came on. Um, it was, it was oh, yeah. such that wonderful breath of fresh air. Where, where Sporting were quite good. They, 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 they're a sneaky little team. They sit off. <laughs> they, you know, they pass them well. They keep yeah. it. Yeah, they're a sneaky little team. They, they, they sit back, and but they know that they can spring. And they, what they do when, when it gets really, when people start tiring, they just bring on really fast guys at the end. Who, who run around like absolute idiots? They should have scored um, a second, but we should have scored a couple anyway. Oh Jesus! But, um, right, that no, was the no, guy. No. I think what the guy he got scored through... the goal, the second goal, in in, the, in, uh, in Lisbon. Yeah, yeah. Was that the guy where they, there was one chance where the guy was through Lucas? Yeah. Kind of at least got a yeah. bit of a tackle in, but yeah. the shot was rubbish. And I watched a replay of, the, of that shot, and I thought, okay, that looks like his bad foot is a bit of a swinger. Yeah, shot was rubbish. I mean, Hugo saved it, but he kicked it at him, so he wouldn't. Yeah. But then two minutes later, it basically falls to the guy for pretty much an open goal tap in on his left foot, and yeah, he puts and he it just, wide. It's like, yeah. <laughs> okay, he's no footed. It's <laughs> 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 like, okay, well, I don't know what, what foot this guy is because he can't he is. shoot with armor. They can't shoot with either. Yeah. He's very fast. He's so very he quick. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But Brian yeah, Hill no, came no, on no, and no, the no. people are tiring. Oh, well, sorry. Go on. Yeah. No, it's just, just say it's, it's, it's extremely common that we see certainly mm. teams like Lisbon who are technically competent. They move the ball well. You know, they yeah, all do yeah. their jobs. Well. I do like the right back. I do like. Uh, uh, I think he's ex- yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's pretty tidy. Yeah. Um, but, there's nobody in that team that's great. No, and that that may that almost may be a benefit to for teams like Lisbon because where you arguably we've <laughs> over the last couple of years we've heavily relied on just Kane and Son just doing something. <laughs> uh, whereas if you don't guy, have guys in your team who can just do something, maybe Marcus Edwards. I don't know enough about Lisbon domestically to to know whether he is dominating or whatever. But if you know you don't have that guy who's just going to pull something out of the bag. Then all of you have to be on it, hmm. and I think we've maybe in certain games at least we've slipped into a bit of a comfort zone where that's fine. Kane's going to do something, Son's going to do something, yeah. and uh, when they're not doing something, suddenly it's like oh shit, like what we're we doing. So so yeah, no, they're, they're they're tidy, tidy little sides. As I say, they moved the ball well, kind of knew what their jobs were. They did their jobs well fine but at no point did you really feel like shit this guy's a danger but he's going to tear us apart no, or this and there wasn't a single player you were terrified of but you no you were very aware that we're not very good to transition and once we we're kind of a side that once we start making errors they always they they snowball very quickly yeah. um, and, and it's it's extremely contagious uh, if yeah. one p- person makes an error, right, that's it. Five other people are making an error now, uh, all mm. in the same move um, uh, to yeah. lead to a goal. So yeah, it's just people start falling over very quickly. Uh, but basically, we're 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 
we're looking at Dyer and trying to protect him. And and when he goes, it, it and he yeah, the whole thing we were talking about last week, when he breaks rank and then suddenly he's jumping in and the guy I, I got to a point where Sporting Lisbon were just deliberately kicking at Dyer because they knew the second ball would come straight straight back to him. In no way. Like yeah. In the years of Toby, Toby Alderweireld, the ball, you don't just head the ball away because the ball's just coming straight yeah. back. If the ball yeah. is given to your head, it's given to your head and there's nobody there, that's an opportunity to start possession. Start possession or certainly yeah. keep it or get it back to the goalkeeper. You don't just head it back because you just you just and then it becomes this this guy's not gonna fucking use it. So we're gonna this, our yeah. out ball is just giving it to Dyer. And every time yeah. you head and we it, get the second ball and then we get the second ball. And it's, but we're crowding the second yeah. ball. As soon as the ball starts in air, you're looking at Dyer going, he's gonna go somewhere close. You start uh, you round around the whatever potential knockdown that is. Three blokes run straight. Yeah. They swarm on that guy because it's coming straight for us. And then we're um, ahead of everybody else because the Tottenham boys are looking ahead to see what's going on in the play. And we've already swept in with three, three little, three little um, attacking blokes just piling through. And uh, it, it was so. It was like clockwork, the amount of times that Dyer couldn't fucking just head a ball to his teammate. Well, from a, 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 it was always going to be unopposed because Marcus Edwards was the, the guy up front. Yeah. Um, yeah. We need to... Yeah, I mean, I said it to you on, um, on Twitter yesterday. Like, yesterday wasn't mm. uh, an anomaly in that respect. No. Like, I've been noticing more and more every yeah. match that we've been watching that so many of... Balls just played to our centre back's head. Never drop. They're never headed to our players. It's just yeah. you're then suddenly out of possession, much closer to your goal yeah. uh, than it should ever be. Yeah. And I'm watching the opposition teams, whose centre backs on paper kind of technically are worse mm. than ours, but they seem to be doing it quite comfortably. Mm. You're thinking, what the fuck is going on? I mean, I don't know watch enough teams other teams it's certainly not kind of lower league teams or whatever i watch yeah. the cities and shit like that or whatever and it doesn't feel like it occurs as much with other teams as, as it does with us like ben davies was doing it too uh where what should just be an easy oh, yeah. nod down like romero, romero to his credit very rarely does it because he's just much more composed so his headers usually will yeah. actually be to one of his teammates but the other guys yeah as yeah. i say you just that becomes a tactic of the opposition like it shouldn't be a yeah. tactic of the opposition to give you possession. Yeah, give him the ball because he's only going to give it fail, back. Yeah. yeah, without fail, that's the way you can get your entire team up the pitch and get the ball back. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it, it seems like a recent thing. But I don't feel like I was ever that... Like it was something that I noticed that no. frequently. But certainly in no. the last couple of weeks, I've just seen it over and over and over again. Over and over again. And yeah. You know, there'll be occasions where fine, it's a 50-50 and he's jumping with a striker and you just get whatever you can yeah. on it. But as you say, if you're up against Marcus Edwards and you're six foot four and an absolute fucking brick shithouse, he's not even trying to jump. So you're, yeah. you've got an unopposed, unchallenged header and unopposed you're still not header. able to <laughs> keep the ball. It's, it's, uh, yeah, your inability to cushion a header was astonishing. Astonishing. Yeah. You just cushion, cushion a header. Yeah, and because midfielders, like you said, are basically preparing themselves to receive that ball so you're getting closer to him you're just both either yeah. side of him in a bit of a circle or whatever once it doesn't reach them both of those fuckers are out of position 
Yeah, they're all out. Yeah. So they, they've, they've suddenly got to turn around and figure out how to get back into shape and all that sort of stuff. So you're just creating so many more problems for yourself than is necessary. And it just seems bizarre. It just seems bizarre. I think I said to James, like, do we, do we just not practice headers in training? Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Attacking one's fine. I don't give a shit about those. Some, some of those you score, some of those you don't. But defensive headers for retaining possession happens a lot. Yeah, it's a, a frequent occurrence that a ball will get lumped up to you and you've just think got to nod it down to the other centre back either side to yeah. you or to a centre middle and the, just say just the frequency that we're failing to retain possession in those situations is fucking infuriating mm. it's like Jesus Christ man like you're just inviting pressure you're creating problems for yourself you're giving the, op- the opposition chances where mm. none existed mm. I mean, I don't know what the solution is. As I say, it doesn't feel like it was something that was that prominent previously. Maybe I just wasn't really noticing it because we were generally playing better everywhere else. I'm not sure, but certainly now it it seems like a big problem. Really? Yeah, I don't know what is really... uh, uh, I don't know what's been going on with Dyer. It's hard hard to watch. He's literally got into the England squad and just turned shit. Yeah. because he was doing well. <laughs> he was for 18 months. We didn't really have to yeah. think about it that much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't causing problems. He wasn't like no a game changer he or anything like that. But that's kind of what you want from your centre back is you don't want to notice case. them. Yeah. Particularly yeah, you in a three, you really want to notice. Yeah, exactly. Like how can you be so visibly awful when you've got an extra man in there? That's that's the I understand yeah. if it's a two. If it's a two and you're going, hey, yeah. all like that's fine. But you've got other blokes around. There's no yeah, way that you should blokes. always be so exposed. I found that um this this whole kind of pretending to be a leader bollocks. He does a lot of pointing and shouting and, and guys are part, just passing the ball around the back of him. I rewatched the because it was so galling. And we, we had a, a, a conversation about the United game. The ball, when it goes around the back of uh, Rashford, he's busy. When the ball gets played around the back of him, he's pointing at uh, Bruno Fernandes in front of him and, and asking somebody else to mark him whilst he's... Well, it was quite clever. Bruno Fernandes will get in Dyer's eye line. And so then the, just back off or stop. But we're just, I'm not going to do anything just to get in yeah. the eye line. So he's preoccupied by, by, uh, by uh, Fernandez and doesn't see Rashford run around the back of him. So Dyer's calling for somebody to pick up Fernandez. And Fernandez looking at him going, Why are you wasting time looking at me? Rashford's walked around the back. I mean, yeah. it's never a problem because Rashford is shit. But if you ever get in a situation where they have a good striker, it's, def- it's fucking dangerous. But I find yeah. that a lot with him. He pretends to be this captain and this uh, this this leader figure, and his football is completely betraying him. And he, and I, uh, players, if I know if somebody's bullshitting me, if they're pointing us out, like, you sort your game out first. Yeah. Then I might fucking listen to you. But if you're this spare guy all the time, yes, I'm spare. So essentially, oftentimes we'll be playing with ten men because we've got too many defenders and no, nobody to get forward. Oh, really? The, the attack's really going nowhere. We got defenders sitting at the other side of the pitch doing absolutely fuck all. Yeah, and 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 Dyer's pointing and shouting. So well, you, you're you're pointing and shouting back there where you're doing fuck all. It's it's 
utterly irrelevant to to my game. If you're going to come out of the back and use it, of which you never fucking really do, you were no. a midfielder. I don't understand how you can't stride into midfield. It's it's um, he takes too long. He overcompensates. He hits passes too. He's like right. You can you can hear it in his head. He's like right. My passing's not good. What I need to do now for the next three or four passes is be really confident and kick it very hard at my intended mm. cut target. And you start, you see him doing that, and he starts kicking balls straight out. Like, right, your your thought process is all all fucking wrong. You can, you're second guessing yourself, which is an absolute problem for someone like you. You were a midfielder. You could play in central midfield. Passing the ball and using the ball and finding angles shouldn't be such a fucking problem. But now yeah. you, you just kind of you've hit, become this wardrobe where um, wait I can't if particularly at the Newcastle game I can't pass to Sanchez, I can't pass to Davies because he'll he'll, yeah. he'll trot he'll trot up a little bit, lose it, then I'm fucking out of positions. I'm not going to take that risk. So you, you can't pass either way. What I'm going to do? All right, I can hoof it. Which, of which the ball was yeah. coming straight back. It, it is horrendous. Clearly, he looks a lot better once Romero's there. Romero, yeah. Romero, this, even, even Dyer must look at Romero and go, "What have you got that I haven't? Why, mm. when you have the ball, you can stand still with the ball yeah. in the middle of the park?" And Dyer's looking at him, and going, "Why, why can't I do that?" Yeah. And whereas Romero is uh, inviting. He invites people at him because it's a provocation. He's yeah. like, yeah, no, right, mate, I'm not going to be scared. You're yeah. not going to rush me into a pass. I'm entirely in charge of this situation. In fact, I'm going to let you waste your time, run all the way down up to me to close me down, and I'm just going to pop it around the corner. Yeah. I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to give you uh, any hint that I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to look at you in the eye. Come on, then. Keep coming, because you're just going to waste your time because you're just going to pop it off. Whereas Dyer doesn't have that ability at all. When he gets no. it, you can immediately you hear you can hear him see him panic. He's like, I can't yeah. go that way. I can't go to Romero, uh, of which of, of course you can. But then he's thinking, well, I always go to Romero, so I can't do that because they, they'll 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 be onto me. They know that I'm going to Romero, <laughs> so I can't do that. And, and then and then he's already because he's too slow and he can't manipulate the ball fast enough. He's already been closed down in all of that time. Yeah. It's got to be so yeah. much more quicker, so so much more fluid. I don't know what really the hell he's doing, um, but he's clearly second guessing himself, and it the, the game is a uh, absolute burden for him at the moment. Mm. And yes, yes, for eighteen months I didn't think about that at all, and and, yeah. and that was entirely to his to his credit. I don't know what's changed in the last, the last few weeks, and of which you know uh, the majority of the time has been good in the last couple of years, but. Uh, we we are aware of you, and um, it, it cannot, it really cannot continue. You've done really well, but in that eighteen months, we should have found somebody else, and it wasn't fucking Rodon. Um, we should have, no, we should have done it. We no. should have done it by now. Um, and you, you yeah, know, well, you saved us a bit of money, but it has to be one, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I mean, who knows? Supposedly, I'm hearing whisperings of him being offered a new deal. Um, I can't imagine Conte is looking at him and thinking, "Yeah, he's he's the answer." Well, do do what you want. If I'm Conte, do what you want. Give him a new deal. I don't have to play him, but very be oh, yeah. very aware that he's good. Yeah, he's a good lad. He's good around the place. He's you know great career. He's done brilliantly well for for us. Um, uh, but 
if you want to do anything in the game, if 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 we really want to push this thing, we we can't we can't have a guy that people pass the ball at, knowing that it's going to come straight back at you. You can't. You, nobody can have a player. Nobody can uh, swallow that 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 type of disadvantage and being um, uh, a, a man down before you start. Um, yeah, it just removes all possible reliance on the system because you're just firefighting the entire fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. So normally in a situation, you're like, okay, that's gone long. Center back's going to head it out to one of the wide center backs or to a fullback or to one of the center mids and we build. But if you don't know if you're going to be able to build, then everyone around you suddenly then becomes panicked because they don't know where the fucking ball's going to go. And then you're just dragging everybody else into your shit. Yeah. And it means players who could normally be composed and kind of know where to stand, know where to be for certain patterns of play. And certain, all of that goes out the fucking window because suddenly you're, you're, second, you're second guessing him thinking, well, no, I'm not going to push up because I know this header is going to go straight to an opposition player yeah. or he's going to fumble a pass and it's going to go straight in. So I'm not going to say it. So there's a few times I saw him quite furiously trying to wave Romero up the pitch and Romero wasn't moving. No. He was like, um, what, what for? You're going to give them the ball and then I'm just going to have to sprint no, back here and get back, back into yeah. position. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just not going to do it. And like you said, there was, was it the United game where you could just see Romero staring at Dyer, kind of like, what are you? <laughs> yeah, you're making this much more difficult than it needs to be. I don't know yeah. what I don't know what yeah. I can do to help you, man. And 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 he does. Romero does that thing, like in the same way that he can see everybody else is panicking, so he just stands stock still with the ball. Mm. What? What are you gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, all, with the full knowledge that he doesn't want to pass the fucking die because it's all over. As soon as that ball goes to him, it's fair game. It's like open yeah. season. It's open season. As soon as it goes to him, whereas with Romero, it's safe. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's safe, and people are, are are closing him down fully with the knowledge that he's going to get past the run. So you don't commit to the the press as much. Where as soon as it goes to him, you can go. Everyone can go all in. Everybody can start rushing that way, yeah. Because you're getting the ball higher up the pitch, and nobody's set, and you're you're closer to the your position to goal to do something about it. Yes. If we got an incredible left-sided centre back, that would change things again. If Dyer could just be the guy who stands in between two guys who are incredible, yes, we yeah. can we can we can do that. But there there are moments where he has to come into midfield and be a midfielder, and he's he's he's, he's kind of yeah. stopped. That's stop the point. Doing and it. as you say, his, his history would suggest that he He's should be perfect for that, that role. That should be the easiest transition known to man. He was doing yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. He he looks a lot bulkier than he was. I don't yeah, know if he's, he's just big. gone too he's far. He's very big. He's massive. Yeah. He's massive. Yeah, he's like, he fills that shirt seriously. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe he's just <laughs> hit a threshold where it means that he's now become cumbersome. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's, he's Harry Maguire cumbersome. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and you know, if, for someone of that size, he was like, I think in both Lisbon games, he was getting thrown to the ground by Marcus Edwards. Yeah, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, mate! Like that, that should yeah. not be occurring. Yeah. Just should not be occurring. So yeah, yeah. he's he's become a liability at least in yeah. the last couple of games, and you can't yeah. <laughs> chuck that in with Hugo and some of his questionable uh, antics. Yeah. I mean, that's your centre back, central centre back, and your goalkeeper becoming problematic. It uh, it makes doing anything else extremely difficult. It undermines the the whole the whole structure. 
of, of yeah of whatever tactics they may have been going through so, for that entire week are immediately out of the window yeah yeah and as i say because everybody else is then just yeah. firefighting trying to predict what sort of fucking shenanigans these guys are going to come up with because there's no way in hell that you train for i mean maybe you start to train for the howler you start to train for the, the Larice. Um, yeah, what do we do when Larice does this, boys? Exactly. Yeah, it's a pretty depressing training session, there, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's trained to deal with shit. Here, where a ball goes over the top, and I don't kick it, kick it out of the way, and uh, I get blocked off. What do What do you do, Dyer, to stop the chip? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, he's probably pointing and shouting at somebody else. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I thought Hoybier was rested for the Newcastle. So it was a gamble. The Newcastle game was a gamble. And if uh, no mistakes were made, um, we could have done something with this match. But we were already looking at sporting. We didn't have Romero and Hoybier uh, with all the injuries that we have already. Um, yeah. Trying to preserve, us, uh, preserve ourselves for that match. And uh, Larice chucks the ball in the back of the net, and then it's fucking shit for the second. So mm. at that point, and then you've got you know, the fifty minutes, the fifty-three minutes of no football, and nobody about, and Kane gets his header from the the, the, the long leg flick on. But um, it was, um, yeah, it was a gamble that just didn't pay off, and um, well, we're not out of the Champions League, so it did pay off in a way. Yeah, but, but in terms of that league game, place. in terms of that league game where there are far too many matches, um, yeah. it's not too detrimental. Um, uh, it's uh, it was it, it was it was tough, and yet it was just it was just the same old shit. So that but that's 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 fine. We're just we're just getting through it. We just need a situation where Larry stops because uh, like I was saying before. Yes, the, it's the high wire act between two secure points. Both ends have to be secured up top, secure at the back, secure, and everybody knows the rope, and we all walk across it. That, but once, that's just a bit of rope dangling off a cliff. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah one of your two points of security life. are. Oh, it's just a bit of frayed rope hanging off a cliff. Um, yeah. Um, and 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 then this is the the high stakes that Conte plays with. It's like if, if, if it's going to be a, t- a tight, it's going to be a tight game where deflections and free kicks uh, and, and penalty kicks rule, which is absolutely fine. I'll get you a certain way, but the the whole system is predicated on no failure, no stupid errors, and no mistakes. Um, yeah. And it's they've started to to litter um, litter our our, our games. Um, yeah, I'd say just in, in, yeah. in vital positions. Yeah. That's yeah. where positions where mistakes certainly of that frequency, it, yeah. it just makes things so much more difficult. Yeah. We just need a few weeks. You're basically starting games 1 0 down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll have them. And we'll have I mean, them. It's, it's exactly. not like this is, yeah. It's, you can't do this every now. Week. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's. Um, it's visible, and you know, I see people go, "Oh, Conte ball is terrible to watch." Mm. It's like he's he's not teaching people to be shit. No, and if somebody's no. being shit, then all your tactics don't fucking matter. Yeah, uh, you can set up many pretty patterns of players. You like, like when we were in the um, United game, certainly 
I could kind of see similar patterns to the ones that we would do where Son would be pulling out wide, Harry Kane would drop deep, Ben Davies or whoever's a left centre-back is then fizzing it into Kane who's dropped. Yep. Son's off, turn it around corners like we did against City, I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. I could kind of see that being done to us. Hmm. But kind of with the precision that we used to have, it's like, oh, why, like, why aren't we doing that anymore? Yep. But then it's, you know, there's been very few players who can hold their heads particularly high uh, over the last three yeah. three weeks maybe yeah, um, yeah. and it, the, the tactics don't matter frankly yeah. because you can't tactically account for someone doing something stupid and yeah. if you do then what you're in the wrong fucking job <laughs> really that's not how well, there are players, football yeah. managers are there are players you can't rely on so my, my structure Basically. my structure my system cannot work if you're in it so yeah. I have to remove you from this thing. And currently, I don't have the facility of removing you, so we have to play with you. And so we're we're essentially just holding our breath. Um, yeah, for, for a while. Sort yourselves out, man. Just yeah. sort it out. Some of the mistakes, like some of them, you know, are more acceptable than others, just yeah, in terms yeah. of circumstance yeah, and all some, of that. But yeah, some of them, yeah, of course. Some of it's just some serious Sunday league shit. My oh, Jesus, man. It's it's it. What can you yeah. do? Yeah. What you do? It, what it's pretty demoralizing. You have to get rid of them. Um, wait yeah. one second. I just have to add some shit to my drink. We're there. Cool. Of course. Nice. So I uh, uh, I didn't quite give enough um, credit to Brian Hill. I think um, he was a firecracker. He's a firecracker. But I um, had a conversation, well, a Twitter conversation, which is very brief. Um, with someone if, 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 about Modric, yeah, the Modric yeah. thing is like you squint the way he glides about, and there's little touches, there's lots of little feather touches in yeah. there, and his head's on a yeah. swivel, and things are moving, and he's he's, he's got all these multiple angles you can see. He's this he's a big scanner. Yeah, well, he's I constantly love. turning and rotating and, so and spinning, spinning and, and yeah, just gyroscope. Yeah, he's one of those players, kind of. I wouldn't say there's two types of player, but certainly in terms of dribblers, you've got the guys who get the ball well out of feet to run onto, mm. and you've got the guys who take four touches in two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's one of those guys who's constantly touching the ball. But it's he's one of those players who is basing his touches entirely on what the opposition player is doing. Yeah. yeah. So all of his movement is basically predicting what the the opposition player is going to do and yeah. doing it quicker, getting out of the way quicker. So yeah, he's a uh, yeah, he he was very good yesterday. Very good. Um, yeah, and even it's not necessarily that he he's not like I don't think he produced any particular killer chances or anything like that. But there's an intensity to the way that he plays that I feel like is slightly infectious. Mm. I feel like you suddenly see this tiny little kid yeah. who's just fucking hairing about the place, and as I say, just taking nice little touches and lots of little touches, and is willing to take the ball in tight spaces and stuff like that, and it it can only be something that if you're one of his teammates, it's going to make you feel better about life. Or at least about the match yeah, that you're playing yeah. in, you're like, you're realizing you're like, okay, yeah, no, this is, this is what we should be doing. Like, let's, let's fucking exactly. step it up. Yeah. And even if he's not scoring goals or as I say, kind of creating assists or anything like that necessarily, he's setting a bar 
in what is the bare minimum. Um, not necessarily in touch of what he's doing and the skills that he's got and all that yeah. sort of stuff, but just in yeah. terms of the intensity and desire and the, the willingness to run and the willingness to, to try stuff. Uh, yeah. it, it can only make people who, or his teammates, essentially want to do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's so, um, and he's he's yeah. kind of he's a very different player to everybody else. Well, that that's the thing. That's the thing. He plays with such a uh, like this, yeah, the untamed, um, unbroken in uh, stallion. Uh, he just has. He, he just he reminds all of the other players of what it was like to be young and carefree and just Roaring, loving, hungry. loving, loving the ball. And um, seeing a guy who's doing that, you, there's a bit of you that goes, "Well, no, I can do a little bit of that as well." And it just loosens loosens things up a bit, where things are a little bit stale and a little bit regimented, and people are doing their jobs. And uh, if they're slightly failing in their jobs, the whole system doesn't work. This is a guy that can exist without the system. He can exist yeah. um, uh, in in the cracks of the system. So it's it's it. As an opponent, you, you've got the measure of Spurs, and this guy comes on and goes, what, what, "What's he doing? It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not like what everybody else is doing, and, then it's, and it's freeing everybody else up. Um, yeah. It's like this guy yeah, can do it. Anyone people. can do it. Yeah, he just engages people. Yeah, uh, he probes. Uh, and as I say, it's just a desire to do attacking things first because there's a lot of it's certainly in a lot of what we're doing it feels like a few of the players kind of just playing by the numbers so okay yeah it'll be a wall yeah. pass but it doesn't need to be a wall pass because Benton Cole's not guilty of it so much he pops all sorts of fucking balls around corners yeah um, it's crazy but you can kind of see there's a, a just a couple of guys kind of settle into a rhythm of okay this possession is going to get squared to me I'm going to pass it back to the centre back yeah. and a lot of the time you don't need to do that Whereas Gil doesn't, he doesn't play by the numbers. Yeah, he plays entirely on what's in front of him, yeah. and every decision he makes is based on that. As opposed to, well, no, we need to retain possession at this point. I mean, you know, if you're one up or whatever, and you're defending a lead, that's a bit different. But mm. if you, if you're chasing a game, you need guys with some balls, and he's got balls. He really does. He if really you're seeing does. This this tiny kid who could get crushed at any moment, showing that level of. Uh, testicular fortitude mm. uh, then yeah as I say it's going to be a slap in your face to be like hold on well yeah this is what we should be doing this is, yeah I'm going to do that too and it just kind of lifts everybody a bit yeah yeah and, and when, uh, when, yeah when it's something we've been lacking that, when you consider that he was uh, Lamella was a make weight in, in his deal and uh, Lamella plays every week for Sevilla he scored against. He scored at the Bernabeu, um, yeah, at the weekend. Yeah. So he was make. So we rated this guy. We rated this guy. Um, oh yeah. We got we got rid of a guy who in Lamella who we always use. Uh, he's been there for ages. Uh, is totally coys to get this yeah. kid in, and of which he's not a kid. He's 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 done a two relegation battles already in his. Uh, a nascent career, uh, and then was it? What was it? Valencia last year. Yeah, um, and was very close to going back out there. But I think we absolutely have a gem here, out of which we already knew because we fucking had Lamella in a make way. This is basically yeah. a fifty million pound player. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He absolutely has it. 
He absolutely has it. Oh, and yeah. What he has is something that we don't have. And uh, the great thing of, of that game yesterday, of being slightly shit, and that's the, the, the lovely opportunity of all football, is that there's always the potential for something to come out of nowhere. And uh, although, yes, he is a, basically a 40, 50 million pound player who hasn't really shown it yet, but the Spaniards love him. Uh, with our struggles uh, in the Champions League and in our certain uh, uh, run of form in the last few games, it has, uh, it has started making contact and said, "Well, maybe what is this guy? What what can he what can he offer? Maybe he can." Um, I don't admire what he can do for my system. His, he doesn't exist in my system, really. No. But no. Uh, we have a situation now where I can't be seeing Lucas Moura um, uh, in his lobotomized way, just uh, husking about, running into blind alleys, uh, not being able to look after the ball. The whole the whole thing of my system is that there is... is um, there's a level of organization and understanding and how my and 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 here adherence to my system and how it works and i've got this guy who doesn't know what my system is he he plays lip service to it he nods yes boss i can do that boss and then you see him out on the pitch he's just losing it every second and he's offering no uh, forward thrust and uh uh is essentially a right back in the in the middle of the park um Lucas, it would appear, is toast. And I think he's done now. Because he was so shit, Brian Hill is is there, and um, uh, his, his presence is keenly felt. When once you see the difference of that, and but Lucas Moura would have been that person way back when, many many years ago, he yeah. would have been that person, and he could have been the effect the factor of change. But he isn't that anymore. Now he's a a jobbing guy who's been in the club too long. Uh, who uh, only gets in the team because Conte, um, or he has convinced Conte, which Conte is no fool, which has convinced Conte that he can execute his plans to his satisfaction, of which the footballing performances are always betrayed. He is always betrayed by the actual football. Um, he might be like, being told that during the week. They might go through some exercises where he's, he's posting some good numbers. But once you see it out there, you can see that it's just this is. We've got Kane, who's still of a supreme level. Son, who's out of his mind, but still of a supreme level. And then it would be Kudelski or Richarlison. And now you're looking at Lucas Mora. And it's just the, the the drop off. Your fifth choice. Your fifth choice. But then this guy, Brian Hill. It's offering so much, so much more, so much more completely different, fresh kind of shit that hasn't been beaten down by years of being on the bench. Yeah. Um, where you're just having a nice life in London and don't really want to pull up any trees anymore, which is, you know, fine. He's got Amsterdam. And we'll forever be yeah, buying he'll the, Amsterdam. We'll forever be buying the green shirt. But bloody hell, the Brian Hill is is so he's just so fresh. And yes. I dare to say it. I could see the smoothness of of Modric in uh, in in him. Um, that's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful, and it does it defies it defies Conte's system, and that's why I I, I love it even more. Um, and if and yeah, when there's I mean, a situation hopefully... in the future we don't have Conte, well, Brian Hill is a person that should we should be having 
around the place. Yeah. I mean, it's talk of shipping him out on loan again in January. I hope, I hope we don't. I'm about to think that he's starting to earn his stripes a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he's a wild card. And we don't really have one. And but on a system that relies on kind of non wild card like behavior. Yeah. In fact, you've it's. Got have, um, you've got to have that guard to be able to chuck in. Yeah. In fact, wildcard people are completely the ones not to trust. It's the sort of Celsius and Ian John Pelles. It's like, well, you, you know, it's my system that you must fit into it. Uh, I, can't, I can't have you trying to uh, rebuild my system just by your by your your flaky creative football that may or may not work, um, um, and it will be a detriment to my system to incorporate you in it um, because yeah. you don't play by my rules. Um, but he's young enough and, and free enough for it to be okay. And and, and I think um, the thing I've I've noticed of Conte and I quite like because like anything, if you don't understand anything or if you don't spend any time with with something or research something, like it's it's and you have to draw the line somewhere. You can't be thinking about everything all of the time. You'd just explode. So to, with a football manager, all I know is and football players is that. I, when you're a football player for Tottenham, I see you all the time. I can develop a picture. I can see what's going on. Up until the point that you were playing for me, I didn't know you existed. Yeah. But I, I, I am conv- I'm, I'm convinced and certain that we would have done our due diligence and this is a good player and all that kind of stuff. So, but same with managers. Conte, we've all read his rap sheet. Uh, his, yeah, his Juve bastard, uh, hair plugs, became a Chelsea scumbag. Um, ran, um, took Chelsea to court. Um, <laughs> is a win now. Uh, spends a lot of money, then fucks off, but can just gives you short term deals and all that kind of shit. And wanker, uh, potentially corrupt. You know all all of those wonderful things that we 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 can enjoy. But when you when you get down to it, and you can see that he's not the hard bastard that you really think. He's actually quite. A, he's a bit of a laugh. Uh, displays he, he does this football thing, like all of these things, where you have to project. You project the player that you want to be, or project the standards that you want to have implemented in your side, and everybody must adhere. Um, but it's football. It isn't the army. It isn't uh, a military exercise. This isn't a regiment. Isn't, so it's. 22 dickheads running around a pitch. It's fucking chaos. It is lawlessness. And if you try and impose too much uh, structure to something, it won't fucking work. It won't fucking work. Uh, ultimately, in the end. Uh, but he secretly knows that. He secretly oh, yeah, knows yeah. that. He needs his little wild, wild cards. He needs yeah. his little cheeky Ericsson. He always, there's always some, there's something in there. So you'll have basically your system and then have a few diamonds. Uh, that you can call in and out. Yeah, um, it's ability for uh, spontaneity. Yeah, yeah. And if you're like drilling rig- rigorous systems into people, there's an element of removing spontaneity from it because yeah. like, I don't want to do that because it can't be relied on or whatever. But you still need it. You do uh, need maybe it because in the game is basically doses. that. Yeah, exactly. So you still need it, maybe only in small doses. Maybe you don't need your entire eleven to be able to do that. That's fine. But there's got to be one or two in there who just spontaneously can do shit yeah. who who are reacting on the pitch yeah uh and yeah he's he's one of those he's one of those guys yeah. brian hill 
yeah. as you say, it's uh, who knows, maybe it will get trained out of him and he'll turn into Lucas. Who, who knows? But yeah. as it stands at this I point, I don't think it will. No, I don't think right it will now. either. Not right now. Yeah, I, I don't and think you have it will to either, encourage it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have to. I mean, there'll be certain things. So there'll be certain expectations of him defensively and covering certain positions and tracking back and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Fine. Well, but when you're on the ball, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you'll yeah. do the running. That's that's not a problem. But in terms of yeah. when you're on the ball and the ability to do something, uh, there's only so me, much. Yeah. yeah, there's only so much you can train players to do on the ball. As I say, yeah, you can do the patterns. You can do this. Ultimately, though, it relies on an ability to execute. Yeah. And if you don't have that, you can't teach people that. Uh, so if you have somebody who's just innately able mm. to do that, then you're immediately mm. onto a winner. And as I say, there'll be certain functionality battered into him. Fine. That's, that's I doubt he's going to be resistant to that. Um, but as long as he retains that live wire edge of mm. trying to do something, then yeah, we've, we've definitely got a solid one there. Uh, and as you say, Conte knows, he knows it's, he's not building, he's not looking to build a squad of robots. There's certain no, things no, that no. he wants, there's certain things that he wants to build into people. So it becomes instinctive in terms of, as I say, the tracking back and Harry Kane is all, when we're defending, he's always got to be 30 yards from Eric Dyer and blah, 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 all mm. that sort of bollocks. But ultimately football matches are generally run, uh, won by spontaneous moments of brilliance. Yeah. And, uh, and you, there's there's no way that Conte would just turn his back on that, really, because he's not fucking stupid. No, I mean, he played as, as a down, for Christ's sake. He, he's exactly. Not, he's exactly. Not he knows. There's he knows, no he way knows. that he's trying to stamp that out. Certainly not in players who are able to do it. He's not telling Son. Oh, absolutely to, not, no. To kind of do this sort of shit. So yeah. he's, why would he... Why would you do that for Hill? Yeah. As so, you know, as I say, the, the base level expectation of do your job's cool. But once it comes to the point where now is you for your time to be better than the opposition, then that that's when you rely on the players like your Hills, your Ericsons and that sort of thing who can just pull something out of nowhere. Yeah. And yeah, I don't I don't think that's something that Conte is necessarily against. Yeah. Uh so I, yeah, I, I can't imagine that he's as I say, he's against the type of player that that hill is he would just like to know i imagine that that can be produced at a consistent level yeah you know as yet we haven't what was it hill's cameo a couple of weeks ago uh was that in the championship as well yeah yeah jesus christ he had a shocker um but again we've had a few players who have had shockers now and you know that hasn't ruined their careers no no No, in fact you get rewarded for seven years exactly um so i can't imagine that that's ever going to be held against him it's it's all about your last performance really yeah exactly um, so yeah no i'd say we've, we've definitely yeah. got one there yeah we've got a baller because we, we haven't got long before the world cup and then of course it's the transfer window so um really he's got before the world cup to really to go for it yeah, because um, I mean, and, they'll come back and we'll have the Christmas period and that'll be fucking carnage because it's just carnage, game yeah. after game after game. Yeah. So oh, that's not Christmas a period. period yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but that's not a period where you're going to learn no, too much. Or you don't learn anything. Yeah. That, that shouldn't change your mind. And of course he'll be and with I, I Conte the entire time for the World Cup, won't he? Yeah, and Kulisevsky. And Kulu, um, yeah. 
Although so, I did yeah. see all the videos of those two on the bench and Kulu <laughs> was on his knees. He's like he couldn't walk. Oh, no, I mean, I love to see that shit. I love to see that shit. That, that just means he he breathes, lives and breathes yeah. football. Uh, where even just, when he's not on the pitch, it, yeah. it, it hurts. But it was just, um, he, he knew that his body was so weak that he couldn't stand up and do this thing. So he had to be on the floor. Yeah, he was lying down, basically. It's like, my God, this guy's not coming back for a while. I don't think yeah. we're going to see him before January, really. Uh, that, I mean, I've, I've heard, I've seen people suggesting that that may well be the case. Yeah, yeah. he may not. But he may just not by come. the way that he couldn't walk, and and was very aware that he had to lie on the floor, otherwise he'd put too much strain on his on his hamstring. So he yeah. just like it's just on his knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, likewise, there was similar footage, I think, for the Newcastle game. I mean, yeah. there wasn't as much. Yeah. Uh, I think there was a bit where when Hugo fucked up, he threw his jacket on the floor. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I like that. No, it's like much that. better than him doing it. I, I like uh, it's better than fucking Paratici doing it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah exactly. I prefer the players doing it. Yeah, yeah, and you see it with Richardson oh. as well, kicking every ball. He's you know, looking quite close, bullet. isn't he? I don't think he's that far away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if we'll see him before the World no, Cup. Too close to the World he'll, Cup, isn't it? Yeah, he'll certainly be ready for the World Cup from the looks of it. Mm. So yeah, no, he looks he looks like he'll be all right. But yeah, yeah. No January really. As it's certainly a couple of players, it's felt like they've been phoning it in somewhat. Like Son, yeah. Yeah. arguably, has been the most guilty. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll reserve judgment on some of these performances until after the World Cup. Exactly. Exactly. Then, then they should be coming back and be like, right, this is the only thing we have to focus on. Yeah. Fucking balls to the wall. Let's do it. Yeah. That's so exactly. we'll see. We'll it's see. just like last season. That's, that's exactly how it's going to go. We're going to absolutely push it. And um, we won't have expended yeah, too much energy. In we're in a great position. We're in a great position. Exactly, exactly. So um, it's just quickly. So Marseille. So we're, we're all, we've all we we all consider that that will be a tough game, but um, we should prevail. We should. I mean, we only have to draw, so I wouldn't be surprised if we. It, they have to I win. Be too surprised. Exactly, they have to win, so they've got to come at us. So that's and, that's a whole different dynamic. That's kind of our sweet spot. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, but you know, it will rely on again execution. And that's yeah, been somewhat it could lacking. Be a ding dong. It could be a ding donger. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but it definitely, yeah, it's cool. a factor that, that they don't have their home end. <clears throat> they don't have their yeah. home end available. Mm. So yeah, the absolute a... fucking mosh pit. I think that usually goes on. Yeah. Uh, well, we the, saw it with Leon. With the um, <laughs> the steel drums and the fires and the barbed wire. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that will that will affect. I think we'll do it, but it's just unfortunate because you know if we uh, that goal given yesterday denied by VAR, we could have played uh, a weaker side for that match, which meant we could have played a stronger side for Bournemouth. So as it is, we were going to have to play a weaker side for Bournemouth and push it very hard for uh, at the Stad Velodrome. So in an already fraught situation where other teams have got dead rubbers, we've got to push it for this one. But I don't know whether Marseille have enough about them. They seem to be a very odd collection of, of players just castaways and cast-offs and bits and yeah. pieces. There's nothing really formed about that team. 
um, and they could absolutely crumble. But um, it, 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 that's what we're here for. Uh, thank yeah. fuck we're not playing in the Europa League. Thank fuck yeah. we're not playing in the Conference League. It's something that matters, and that's the only thing that we want. This is yeah. why it's. This is why we struggle and get there and do it. This is brilliant. This is actually a brilliant yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's something important in a in a big city that wants to uh, fuck us up and try and do it as well. Mm-hmm. And, and the the prize is there. It's dangling before us um, and for them. Uh, and the whole group is is wide open. And um, if if we're playing the Europa League, no one cares. And playing, you know, they, they, they conference Not really. Huge, I can't imagine the players' motivation wise. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is what we do it for, and um, it's, it's 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 the best. It's a game to look forward to, um, um, in and amongst all the potential rubbish games that you could be playing. So yeah, absolutely. Right, it's great fun. It's great fun, and 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 the. The vibe of being catapulted out of that out of that match into the World Cup. Looking forward to the the, the knockout stages, of the Champions League, where we're going to get pumped. Is <laughs> 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 very exciting. What does it look like in terms of potential opposition for knockout? Oh, I forgot what the format is. I don't know what the format is. Group, we're going to get pumped. We, 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 got, we got the touch. We got the touch with that group, and fucking hell, are we dragging our heels to get out of it? Uh, so this was the easiest yeah. group, and it's the tightest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get pumped. There are lots of good teams. Mm. You don't want to be playing PSG. You don't want to be playing uh, Real Madrid. Yeah, was it Barca just, are out. Barca are out, are out. Atletico out. Juve are out. Um, wait a minute. There you know. It's on. Yeah, it's on. <laughs> the Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes.